All right, before we begin today's episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, we really wanted to give a shout out to uh, our patrons at Patreon. Uh, They are the ones that keep the lights on and the beer flowing. Uh, We have uh, some very special friends of ours. We've got Andy Herbrand, longtime friend, longtime Mm -hmm. listener, uh, great guy. Uh, Check him out. He's uh, probably biking somewhere down in uh, Janesville, Beloit area. Or making some sick coffee. Making some sick coffee. Dude is a brew master when it Mm -hmm. comes to that stuff. He's a roaster. So we also have Eric Sari, obviously a family affair. Yeah, yeah. He is uh, a close personal friend of mine. Uh, went to high school, and then obviously Russ, he is your cousin. So yeah, yeah. You guys spent Christmases and shit together. So, uh, and then we also have Lauren L. She is an absolute phenomenal person, uh, and and this show helps keep her awake and and thriving while she has to travel to work. So that is absolutely huge. And we have Nate Hansen and Hansen Screen Printing. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, they are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, local businesses, you got to always use them. Keep this the, the, the communities thriving. So if you have any questions, uh, you can always go to Hansen Screen Printing on Facebook, social media, and then I believe it's HansenScreenPrinting.com. Check it out. Eric, cue up that music, bro. Hey, welcome to the Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. We are your hosts, Eric Sturgeon. And I'm Russell Sorry. This podcast is about all things Wisconsin, history, music, culture, and beer. Although we don't often use strong language, the content is not intended for young audiences, so listener discretion is advised. If you love the bluegrass music you hear in this intro, please check out Dang It's from Madison, Wisconsin by visiting their website, dang-its.com. Now on to the show. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast, your weekly dose of the Dairy State. Uh, We are your hosts, as always. I'm Eric. And I'm Russ. And uh, today we have another special episode lined up for you uh, where we talk about spiritualist slash medium slash healer. Uh, Mary Hayes Chinoweth, uh, we are uh, dubbing the Waterloo Wizard. Yeah. Is that, I mean, yeah, is that... I, she's from Waterloo. Is that fair? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to speak for both of us, but I did. I said, we are dubbing. Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 uh, spiritualist kind of medium healer, uh, this is an absolutely cool uh, uh, story. Yeah. Um, really excited to be able to sort of shed some light on this and bring that out to the public. Uh, we have great Wisconsin music from Limbeck and uh, another Brewski Reviewski because why not? Yeah, we love beer. Uh, so drinking beer is the it's part uh, of our podcast. It's absolutely <laughs> part of our lives. So, uh, and, and uh, we have a, a very special uh, guest interview today uh, that you will hear towards the end of this episode. Uh, hey, if you could be so kind, do you do yourself the the Midwest thing and and. Go to uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, give us five stars, uh, wherever you listen. In fact, give us uh, some sort of a review and uh, rate us, uh, subscribe, and you know, especially with YouTube. If you could go there, even if you don't listen to us on YouTube, go to our page uh, on there and then just hit subscribe. 
You don't have to hit the the notification bell because you know who wants that. Our phones are already going off a thousand times anyway. I always laugh about the YouTube because we don't get very many views on it because we don't have like a picture, right? You know? But it's it's crazy how well we've been doing on like the Apple Podcast. Absolutely, it's unbelievable. I mean. It'd be cool if the YouTube could pick up a little bit. I mean, I understand yeah. it's a podcast, right? But it's just another medium to have your stuff and we're out there, and so. we're still toying with the idea of doing a video version of this. I mean, Russ and I are just so damn haggard most of the time. We yeah, hungover uh, like bachelor parties, yeah, like bachelorette parties, or coming coming from the you know the Deer District or being oh, at yeah. the game and stuff. Uh, by the way, I don't think we've addressed this at all, but the Bucks and Six. Oh my god! What the fuck? I can finally wear a Bucks jersey and feel like yeah. I'm awesome. You're a winner, because dude. Because people used to make fun of you for wearing them. Sometimes. Hell yeah! So You're I'm, a champion I'm, now. I know. I'm stoked. Uh, just imagine how the Bucks feel. Oh, they my. could finally wear a Bucks jersey and not well, feel like shit. Fifty years. Fifty years since dry, the last uh, now win. Now it's back in yeah, Milwaukee. The last champion. So it's awesome. So uh, hey, you know, do do the uh, the Midwest nice thing and. Uh, uh, you know, go and, and rate us, like, subscribe, do all that sort of stuff. It really helps not only because, uh, you know, we're, we're ego heads and we like all that stuff. <laughs> Joking, of course. Uh, but for the algorithms, the more that we get the likes and the reviews and the subscribes, uh, then our podcast will be suggested more often. Exactly. So it, it just helps uh, kind of drive even more. Uh, uh, you know, volume and, and kind of traffic our way. Yeah, and I don't know if you've noticed too. We've been getting a lot more listeners overseas. I mean, oh, yeah. we've had some Sweden, Norway, and Finnish and you know what Russian I was thinking, listeners. It's just amazing. That could also be people using VPN. It could be. But I like to think that uh, it's uh, it's a truly Irish. You know, when when we see that we have you know Ireland listeners and stuff like that. It, of course. I mean, I, I... We've had one solid Belgium listener since the beginning of the show. We'd absolutely. Love to, if you want to reach out to us... And they've us. actually left us a, a, a review, so... Oh, awesome. Uh, I couldn't read it, because I don't know how. It's in Belgium, so... Or whatever. Okay. You know. <laughs> it's... <laughs> but, uh, absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, hey, hit us up, uh, WisconsinDrunkenHistory.com. There's a contact page on there if you want to reach out to us. That goes directly to uh, Russ and I's shares, shared inbox. Uh, as well as you could find uh, T-shirts and other merch that uh, we have available. And you can go uh, find a link to our Patreon, which, uh, like we said at the top of the show, that sort of keeps the lights on and the beer flowing, keeps our belly stuffed with uh, plenty of cheese and wieners. Oh, yeah, and it's awesome. It's great. You guys are basically sponsored the show, so we want to thank the people we currently do have. It's amazing. I mean, it's yeah. just, I never thought this podcast would come this far. I mean, it was kind of just an idea, and I it's, mean, it's morphed into something more. You it's know? been over a year, man. And we have fans, like, sending us cool stuff, which Absolutely, is incredible. yeah, so. yeah. And uh, cool company sending us stuff. Costs. Oh, yeah, Costs headphones. We're rocking Costs headphones right now in this damn studio. Uh, all I'm, because we did a cool episode on them, gave you that Wisconsin history like we always do. And then uh, they said, hey, yeah, you know, thanks for the, the episode, guys. Do you, I mean, do you need something? Do you, do you, I mean, how's your headgear, you know? It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I never thought it would come this Such far. Such a cool and, company, yeah. and I've always loved Costs uh, uh, headphones, and, and it just, it's really cool to see the the whole thing uh, kind of come to fruition. I mean, we your your podcast sort of fell apart right before COVID. Yeah, it's um, and and then mine it wasn't going anywhere anyway. So uh, you know we were just like, let's do this. Yeah. So really glad to to be able to do this and uh, and hang out with you know my best friend and and be able to give you guys some stupid uh, stupid content to put funny in your stories, ears. <laughs> just whatever so, we can throw at you. So all right, let's go ahead and jump right in. This is uh, the story of Mary Hayes Chinwith. 
Yeah, so this one, I had to kind of sum down because there's so much information out there. Like a lot of these episodes, we have to keep them to 45 minutes to, you know, maybe sometimes an hour. But we try to keep them within that limit. So this one I summed up quite a bit. And uh, whether you believe in paranormal or not, we have a great tale about mediums and psychics for you today. Yum. You may have heard of the Hayes Mansion in San Jose, which may be known to you paranormal people out there. And this is a tale of Wisconsin woman behind the home. Born Mary Folsom in 1825 to parents Abraham and Miriam Folsom, they would early in her life move to Waterloo, Wisconsin, and is where she was raised and grew up and found that she she found what she dubbed the Force, and this was before Star Wars, so there was no like... <laughs> There's no like. That's instantly what came to mind. There's my no Obi Wan's yeah. involved. There was no like Jedi yeah. stuff. But she found what she called <laughs> the Force. Oh my God. And this Force, she said, drove her to her knees and gave her the power to heal people and wield a special spiritual insight. And in 1853, after this powerful vision she received, she was said to speak in tongues. She found out that she could heal sick people simply by laying her hands on them and performing other paranormal actions. Mary Hayes was also a teacher in her mundane life. Hmm. She drew the attention of many men, and some being powerful leaders, politicians, intellectual figures, but in 1854, she decided to marry her first husband, Anson B. Hayes, a Waterloo farmer and affluent member in the community. They had three boys, the youngest who died as a toddler, but the older sons, Everest Anson Red Hayes and J. Orley Black Hayes, the nicknames coming from the color of their beards. So I'd be a black. I got a black beard. What do you yeah. got, Rocky? You, you got a I'd kind be, of lighter hair. I'd you be got a, shitty mustache is what my nickname would be. No, but your be. beard's like kind of like a brown, it's, like a light yeah, blonde brown. In fact, it, it sometimes has uh, like tinges of, of red in it as well, so... So the Hayes, yeah, and then that's where the nickname came from. And this marriage would come to a tragic end in 1873, where she would end up marrying, and she would end up marrying Madison, Wisconsin attorney in 1889, and one of her patients who would come and visit her regularly for readings and healings called Thomas Chinoweth, thus the name Mary Hayes Dash Chinoweth. Gotcha. And this marriage again would not last, and he would soon die after. Well, that's, you know, that's how life works. You know, sometimes you live and sometimes you're dead. Exactly. And so this is like the main story about how she got all of her wealth. And it's actually pretty impressive for the state of Wisconsin, what she actually did and found based on what she, her visions and her spiritualism. So this is probably the most famous one. And there are other accounts, but this is the one that kind of set Wisconsin on the map up up in the north, up the north there. Oh, yeah. It settled down and uh, really helped out. So, And she accumulated her wealth first as just doing individual healings and readings. But one of her major fortunes she earned came from discovering the iron ore mine locations in 1883. She said she had a special spiritual guidance which led her to discover some of the larger mines in northern Wisconsin in the Gogabek region at the sites of the Ashland and Germania mines, which these ones were the main mines. And they helped develop towns like Hurley, became a boom town of the time for lumberjacks and mining and ironwood. A yeah. lot of these towns became boom towns because of this mine. It provided tons of jobs for the people up right, in the north, the right. Finns and the, you know, the Germans, Norwegians that moved up in that area. I mean, literally uh, some of Wisconsin's earliest history. And obviously like so, our first episode, Hurley. I mean, yeah. it was a boom town. I mean, that's where like the gambling happened, the prostitution, all the money was spent. Well, I mean, that's where everybody was. I mean, I, you, you, you got to put all of the, uh, the taboo, you know, bad shit up where everybody is. And hey, uh, you know. 
kudos to them for for making money. Exactly, and, and that helped develop the train lines to move up there. So her finding these two mines and setting that up really set the stage for the up north to become an affluent area, right? Damn. People started moving up there, realizing that there's jobs up there, loggers, yeah. miners. And this set the stage. A Sioux line built lines up there that go all the way across Highway Two there. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. She she God. set this up based on this this vision. She had this force. The force be with you. Don't force too hard. No. So with the large wealth accumulation, she decided to move to San Jose, California area. And this was all due to a trip in uh, 1870 where the family left and fell in love with the area. She decided in 1891 that it was time after this wealth was accumulated to build the first rendition of what would become the Hayes Mansion, a 50-room Queen Anne-style building with turrets, capulas, balconies, as well as a massive library. While living here, she continued doing her spiritual work with all the estate's workers and the neighbors. In 1899, the first rendition of this mansion would be burnt to the ground, but they would bounce back quickly and uh, due to her wealth that she accumulated and have architect George Page build a 41,000 square foot mansion with wings added on the home for Mary and her sons. And the mansion was a completely self-sufficient home and it had a power plant, post office, rail station, carriage stop, lodging for 40 ranch hands and a chapel. The family thrived there and grew fruit and vegetables and also had all of its own livestock. So it's basically a self-sufficient home. That's crazy. It's a little it town right there. For, for this for this time period, that's it's just insanity. And Mary would have passed away, unfortunately, in 1905 at the age of 80, and she left a lag- lasting legacy as her sons went on to be politicians and, and owned those San Jose uh, newspapers of the time. Whoa. So pretty impressive family. And in 1964, the mansion fell into some disrepair after the Hayes family sold it off. However, recently money was has been invested in the property and the hotel. It is now a hotel resort where you can stay at in the San Jose area. And That's if you watch cool. like ghost shows like uh, Paranormal, yeah. they've all gone there and said there's like paranormal activity. So if you're familiar with like these ghost adventures, like ghost hunters, whatever, you yeah. know, there's so many of them out there now. The paranormal is kind of like one of those trending things. Yeah. It, it, and, and hey. It's always going to be somewhat of a popular thing because, again, it it just feels so taboo and unknown. So, uh, you know, those shows will always thrive. uh, But like you said, you know. Yeah. They're, it's a little weird, right? And whether it be, you know, if she had a power or if it was just a really great guess, whatever it was. Mary, we really thank you for uh, helping to contribute to the Northwoods of Wisconsin, and you did a great thing yeah, for us all. So. Because, hey, uh, regardless, uh, whether it was uh, uh, truly something inside that, you know, it was a feeling or the force, uh, either way, uh, what a win for, you know, the state of Wisconsin, especially yes. early, you know, state of Wisconsin, uh, for, for her to have discovered these mines that then brought in all of the individuals that uh, needed to, you know, go up there and actually process and dig in there and uh, just brought us some really cool, rich culture. So Exactly. Just lady from the Waterloo area set the stage for the Northwoods there. And, had uh, gas and found a mine. Yeah. I mean, I, I always wonder what, what do you think it could be if they can detect like magnetism or whatever it is, you know. If that also sense, could be, right? Because the iron is giving off, you know, uh, they have electrons, a magnetic source, high powered magnetic source, What whatever it is, you know, whatever it did that did that, we thank you for your contributions to Wisconsin and uh, we wanted to feature just another eccentric person in the Wisconsin area and uh, just what a cool life, you know. All right, so we have, uh, as promised, uh, a cool music segment once again coming right from our back door, essentially, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, That's where this band sort of got its uh, start, and 
Uh, they absolutely were were huge, and and so they still tour. This is we're talking about Limbeck. Uh, they still tour every once in a while to kind of do some like reunion shows and stuff. Uh, we have featured uh, uh, the drummer from Limbeck. His name's John. Uh, we have featured his other band, Mini Meltdowns, yeah. uh, that he does uh, guitar and vocal work in that. Uh, so, I mean, he's just an all around phenomenal musician. I believe he even has a recording studio in Nashville now. Uh, and just a, a an absolute professional. This guy is uh, number one, uh, you know, in in my book as far as you know musicianship goes of people that I I physically know and have talked to. Yeah, um, yeah. And and there's a handful of individuals that you and I have worked with that I, I'm just con- I'm just constantly blown away by how much better they are at their instruments <laughs> than I am. I mean, even like the studios around here, when you go and hear other stuff, like uh, Bobby Peru's, for example, right, like producer right. of like Fall Out Boy, like early Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Just yeah. In- it's incredible when you hear these other bands and they're just all from Wisconsin. Right. right? And and another guy, I mean, we're going to do an episode on him as well, Butch Vig, um, just a Wisconsin all-star. Uh, he'll go down in, in, the, in the legacy books as like... I mean the guy. They call him the Nevermind Mind or the Nevermind Man. Yeah, that's like his nickname. So it's just huge at our state. Has all this musical and history. To be and- fair, you can, in my opinion, you can put you know John Philip right here as well. I mean, he is just a phenomenal musician, a phenomenal guy. The the couple times that we've run into him, um, it's just been a, a joy and a pleasure to be able to talk to him. And and uh, I know we ran into him at uh, I, I believe I talked about this on the Mini Meltdown show, but. Uh, we ran into him at the Bob Dylan show. They're not Bob Dylan. Uh, Neil Young. We did right? go to Bob Dylan, but yeah, he was at Neil Young, and uh, and then we saw we got a chance to see Mini Meltdowns at their EP release uh, at uh, X Ray Arcade in Cudahy, and then we also saw uh, Limbeck at uh, X Ray Arcade in Cudahy. Just an absolutely phenomenal uh, 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 band artist. I mean, it's absolutely great. The song that we chose is Big Drag. Uh, an absolutely phenomenal song, as you will hear, and it is infectious as shit. Oh yeah, like it's it's top notch quality. Just a big drag going 
absolutely love that song. Uh, I absolutely love that band. Uh, they are phenomenal. Uh, yeah, you can check out everything that they have to offer. They are on uh, Spotify and pretty much every other platform that you can stream music, uh, as well as uh, I encourage you to buy their music as well. That song um, had to be on a punk compilation of some sort, too. Like, I, uh, I swear I I've so. heard that song. It's awesome. It's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, so. uh, just phenomenal. So, uh, again, that was uh, Limbeck Big Drag. We are now going to move over to our beer review segment, yeah. and let me tell you, this one is uh, from a brewery that's pretty close to where we grew up, uh, and they took over a bank, an old bank, so there is the old bank. Vault is still there. They've been on our show. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, this is from East Troy Brewery, and this is a delicious beer, Russ. Why don't you tell me what we got in front of us? Yes, yeah, so I went and grabbed a growler of the Hippy Dippy Organic Golden Ale. Yeah. Ooh, it's great. And it's coming in at 5.3% ABV, mm-hmm. um, so it's not a super heavy hitter, but it's yeah. really good. It's pouring really smooth. It has a nice gold color to it. And I'm going to take a quick sip here. So Pretty pretty decent head, uh, you know, small, but not, you know, it's, it's existent, which, uh, you know, it... What on the last show we did a, a beer that really didn't pour with any head. It was more of a milkshake kind of style. But this one, really good, really this good is, flavor. Yeah, you know, this is another one like we just had on our our last episode. Another one that's like a good summer drinker. This one's mm-hmm. another one of those. It's like very light. Um, one that you could just kind of hang out and drink outside. Um, just creamy golden color. Actually, it kind of has a cream ale flavor. Are you getting that a little bit, like a little Absolutely. bit of the creaminess coming through? I was just going to say that too, is that, yeah, it's a golden ale, but it also has almost that kind of uh, cream ale feel to uh, the sort of the after finish. You yeah, know? and I'm getting like some hints of some berry notes coming through, um, yeah. maybe from the hops that they're using. I can't find information on the hops they were using, but I'm getting some berry notes. So one sure. of those berry flavored hops possibly. Right. Um, and it, this one is actually brewed with organic hops and uh, locally grown organic corn in as well. And I'm actually not getting the corn flavor too much. No. You know, like when you drink a Miller Lite, you get that corn. It's not coming through. Right. Like and uh, the the one thing that I wanted to say too is that uh, you know most of your your light beers or your kind of introductory beers, uh, normal domestics are somewhere in the range of you know three to five percent. Right, uh, right. This is a five three, which is uh, I mean it's not going to crush you, and yeah. you could certainly make the leap from drinking, let's say, your Bud Light, Miller Light, uh, even you know your Budweiser. Uh, more of that kind of Bud Diesel, you know, full octane kind of deal. And this would be a a really great step in the craft direction. Plus, you're uh, really supporting that local uh, establishment and and putting the money back into the community. Like I said, this building itself is cool as hell. Uh, Even if you're totally not into uh, beer at all, this building is so rad. And I, uh, I respect, you know, the, 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 you know, I guess sort of, you know, passion and drive that they had because, you know, the, the East Troy square, you know, this, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, it was dingy. It was shitty, uh, you know, before, you know, the, the East Troy brewery moved into town and then there's another little like cafe thing that moved in kind of kitty corner from the, the cat or from the brewery. Before those two things came in, I mean, it was just kind of like 
like 10 bars right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like Al Smith's, the East Troy Saloon, and then there's... I always, the, I always did like the Cream City <clears throat> brick that they have there, though, because mm-hmm. they have that limestone brick on so the cottage works. It's stuff, a which beautiful is downtown. Yeah, if, some, yeah. if somebody restored some of these buildings uh, with, with as much you know care and caution as East Troy Brewery did, it would be amazing because that... That town square there is is phenomenal. Oh, That's yeah. actually really cool. It's kind of built like a uh, a roundabout, if you will. I mean, you can just drive. It's all one direction uh, as far as the the traffic goes. Uh, but it's an absolutely phenomenal little town. And uh, adding this flair of of craft beer is even better. Yeah, I know. When we went there, we we stopped and ate. I had a couple brewskis, and then we went to the East Troy Trolley. With the little guy, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is a really sure. cool thing to do if you got kids and stuff. And, you know, it's it's cool because they always have, like, um, a fall festival where they where they offer this craft beer at some of the f- fall festivals there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I love their beer. This The Hippy Dippy is pretty awesome. If, if you're going to go there and try one, I recommend this one. It's really cool. It supports local farmers, locally grown corn, which is really yeah. nice. And the beer is actually phenomenal. Well, and we're getting into the fall months now where uh, – What's really cool is you could make a, a pretty cool day out of this whole setup. So come down, you know, uh, uh, ES and hit up like Elegant Farmer. Do some apple picking or whatever in the morning. Uh, take pictures of uh, your kids and, and whatever, you know, cool uh, hay bales and all that other junk that's out there. <laughs> but then, and also pick yourself up a uh, paper bag apple pie because those, oh, are, those are fucking amazing. ridiculous. Elegant Farmer's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, make your way down, uh, you know, a little further into East Troy then and, uh, and get yourself uh, some lunch and some beers uh, right at East Troy Brewery. And then, you know, on your way home, uh, maybe drive past the trolley. I don't know if it'll still be open by then. You know, um, it is. They actually drive you to and from the elegant there you farmer go. now. So it's a perfect little day. I'm telling you right now, Russ. We just we just did it. Like yeah, we, we this put is together a great little tour. Yeah, we put together Troy. someone's entire entire uh, you know trip and tourism to East Troy. So. East Troy has a quick trip as well, so that makes it a uh, brand new a one. staple on the map, if you will. I so. just hit it up last night. And I love beautiful. that one. That's my way. One I stop at on the way here to the yeah, podcast every I love time. It. So. Grab a seat, gather round, join us for a chat. How many logos you have? All right, folks, you know what time that is in my best macho man, Randy Savage voice. How many logos you at, brother? I'm so hyped up. So, I can't even stand it. Yeah, um, so we got we got a pretty good one coming in today. Um, yeah, this one's a bit aggressive, right? Yeah, um, there's some there's some road rage involved. So yeah. let's 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 hear it. The the headline of this article is uh both drivers in Madison road rage incident accused of OWIs. Um and and hey, we've had a few that kind of sound very similar to this. Uh that seems to be an issue in uh, Dane County, right? They're uh, liquor road rage. Yeah. Is, yeah. There's, absolutely. there's been a couple for sure. I mean, Don't get pissy behind the wheel, especially if, if you, you're drinking, just chill. Right. right? Cause you're, you're already in some trouble. If you're right. Caught, so, so uh, Madison, Wisconsin, as we mentioned, uh, a suspected road, road rage incident on Madison's East side uh, led to both drivers being arrested for OWI. Um, and, uh, I mean, that's just a, a, a stupid thing to, to do, right? Don't As, argue with someone if you're messed up. I mean, and, <laughs> right? like, it just doesn't make sense. Um, 
So uh, the the uh, Madison Police Department officers uh, were alerted to a road rage incident uh, shortly before 3 a.m. Of course, nothing good Part ever time. happens around that time. And the caller told police that they would come to the department's North District Station. That's weird. Oof. Uh, the department's initial report did not indicate the nature of the dispute. Okay. So after both drivers arrived in the station's parking lot... This just keeps getting further. Just, I mean, yeah, like, why are they meeting to go? Yeah. Fuck, dude, I wouldn't even go. I would go home and sleep and say yeah. I didn't even go in my car. Yeah, but, I'd be like, whoops, hey. I didn't, I forgot. Uh, so, like I said, after both drivers arrived in the station's parking lot in the 2000 block of London Derry Drive, officers met with them and reported detecting signs of impairment. <laughs> um, both, oh, these are women. Oh, nice! I didn't see that happen. Yeah, I mean, that was a that was a twist in the story here. Both women were actually arrested for operating a motor vehicle while uh, intoxicated and oh. taken to the Dane County Jail, which I've heard is a lovely facility. Um, so, thirty-two-year-old uh, woman was booked for operating while intoxicated, possession of she narcotics, had narcotics when she went to the police, bail jumping, and oh. possession of THC and possession of uh, drug paraphernalia. Well, the other, which we don't see an age no for age her, on this one. Uh, but she faces a count of operating while intoxicated. Oof. Number five. So I'm guessing the one that had the- I'm nar- shocked. I'm guessing the one that had the possession of narcotics and some of the other ones probably started this argument. I'm just stating oh, that. she was probably blasted a, on oh, coke yeah, and just, just got all gnarly about it. Snorting some deals and doing some seals. Yeah, you know, you do- <laughs> What the- <laughs> Club and seals. Club and seals and snorting. Uh, yeah, definitely hit up the booger sugar. Oof. Uh, and then the other one has some experience, and... so we got a fifth offense, and then we got somebody who just has a lot of things going on for her right now. Um, very oof. wild. This should have never happened. I'd imagine. I mean, they're probably at a similar local level though, because we can just go with one local level. Because I mean, like they're dropping bows, right? Like there's yeah. some bows dropped. There's some top rope flying. Um, swearing, whatever else happened here. And they were yeah. dumb enough to drive to the police department when they knew well, they were messed up and they had narcotic, narcotics on them. Isn't that, that the wild part? Is that they agreed sure, to we'll then come on meet down there. The, we, they would meet at the police department. I mean, I mean do, I, do you go to the lion's den? Right. So, uh, you know. It's not smart. They, they probably both have some experience here. Um, we know they're both females. Um there were bows dropped, words shouted, snor- cocaine snorted, possibly crack. We don't know. It just says narcotics, crack, heroin. We don't know. Actually. Crack kills. So, crack kills, buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's I, an old plumber joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I'm picking up what you're putting down. I like where we're at here. I, I think, think we're I think we're both in the same ballpark. I think we're gonna be pretty close. I I th- uh, I got a number. Is this I'm another go one of those it. ones where we're gonna do a combined? Uh, yeah, they're both a similar level. I mean, one's maybe a little dumber with the narcotics and the bail jumping and the other situations she has going on and still driving to the police department. Like, that is just stupid. Like, I, if you got I'm going cool- to be shockingly, I think, some somewhat high uh, compared okay. to what okay. I think maybe you'd hit here. But um, on three, are you ready? Yeah, let's do All it. All right, so 
three or one, two, three, ten. Thirty-two. You're going hot. You're going huge on this one. Because we're I'm just thinking like there's no. Are you combining that? So each that one was, is no, five. So if I was combining it, each one be a ten each. So okay, so 20. twenty. I'm at thirty-two. I'm With saying the, sixteen. The each. combination. You're thinking sixteen each. The only reason I'm not thinking sixteen is because they could drive to the police department, right? So and these are both females with some experience though. So I see where you're coming but from. They really, but they really didn't think this one through. Which makes so me do believe. So we got to meet in the middle at a 26 local combined? Yeah. Like a 26 local? Yeah, is that I would what say we're that. Going here? Like a combined? Like a 13 each? 13 each? You know? Yeah. Is that okay? Are you down for that? I, I think I can absolutely uh, you know compromise here and say 26 is a, uh, is a perfect number for that. I'm just not quite that blackout stage because they drove the police department. They're still yeah. able to like deal with them, but also like the stupid choices they were making. is just the That's the problem. That's the problem. The whole and I can see why you went higher on this one. So Purely dumb and... and I hope for their case that they were blackout drunk. I do too. 26 loco hit it, Eric. All right, today we're here with the Harvard Howler. How are you doing today? I'm good, guys. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Not too hey, bad. Hey, we've got beers in hand. Uh, it's a great Sunday. You know, I, I can't yes, ask sir. for a better a better setup. You know, it feels good yes, in sir, life. Yes, sir. So, so totally we agree. So we love your videos. Um, we love the ones where you come to Wisconsin to steal some uh, some of that new glare. You got it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And then, how did you get your start? I mean, it's it's cool. We love your videos. Yeah. Well, I actually started when I was 18 years old. I used to go by Deuce Amigos. Me and my buddy uh, started a YouTube channel. We worked at Men's Warehouse and we filmed videos in the back. We were the workaholics before the workaholics. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it just kind of branched off from there. I lost a little weight, started doing my hair, and then I turned into hair videos, and now I just pretend to be a Wisconsin guy all the time. It's awesome. We we love it. You know, yeah. it's it's so yeah. cool. And like we were just talking to uh, about Illinois. If we were, we could do a trade for Harvard, because uh, Harvard feels a little more Wisconsin than Lake Geneva, so maybe yeah. we could do a pro, uh, a trade here if you guys we can get some uh, legislation on board. So I really think that you guys are onto something with that. Yeah, it definitely feels feels like the right move. It feels like a good yeah. step. Harvard feels more Wisconsin. Yeah. Harvard feels more Wisconsin than Lake Geneva does, so we're willing to trade. Yeah, then you so. could just stay right there and hold it down and still be considered Wisconsin. Yeah, dude. We gotta. We should do like some kind of poll and get the people that listen to us and see what they think. If it's I'm down. It. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. with that. So, uh, real quick, I, I got to settle something because I just – I guess I just don't know, and I kind of I kind of want to dive in. And I'm sorry yeah. if you've already covered it on you know uh, any of your videos. Uh, I mean, who oh, no do you problem. who do you root for? Who do you cheer for? Is it a Packers? Are you a Bears fan? Oh, I I am full blown Packers fan. Aaron right Rodgers on. is my man crush. I actually have a wall of handsome in my garage. I'll have to show you guys somehow. But Aaron's going up on the wall soon. Love oh man. And then uh, yeah, we're we're gonna ask too on the uh, baseball front. Are you uh, a Cubs fan, White Sox, or are you a Brew Brew Crew? I am a Cubs fan because sure. that we get the marquee channel. But if the Brewers are on and we can watch them, I'm picking the Brewers. But I do like the Cubs too. Yeah. I like the Cubs yeah. and Wrigley Wrigleyville, Wrigley Field, all that, whatever they call it now. Yeah, but, and that and honestly, it, that. It feels super nice down there. Uh, it's just a damn shame that some of the fans uh, are the way they are. But you know, yeah, they get rowdy. We've seen some uh, fist fights at the old uh, county stadium. I've seen quite a few drunk, oh, yeah. drunk dads even going to town. You know, Miller Park yeah. slash uh, American Family Field. I mean, there's a lot of rowdy activity yeah. during a, a Brewers <laughs> yeah. Cubs games. It's, it's, 
Speaking of the drunk dads, I would imagine it's just two dads fighting with tube socks and New Balances. You know that vibe? Oh, yep. yeah. The, yeah Nike, the Nike Monarchs are coming off the feet. Exactly. You're slapping another yeah, dad with them. Slightly. <laughs> yeah, with, with the quarter the quarter cut tank top. It's not it's yeah. not too long, but it's not too short. Slight, slightly faded green from mowing the yes, lawn. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Tucked in. You know the belt's yeah. fitting just right with that outfit. A nice Briggs and Stratton push mower. Just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 And, and like I said, I mean... You know, it's not all about who you cheer for. Clearly, there's there's uh, you know fans of uh, Chicago sports teams that live right here in my own backyard. Uh, yeah. But your head's in the right place. You got the Packers. We can give you that oh, yeah, one. Sir. Yes, sir. I got my my buddies are actually Chase. He's uh, wearing a Sox jersey right now, so we might have to fight when this phone calls over. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Punch him right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a sweet dude. He just cracked a bush light too, so you guys would get along just fine. Oh okay. hell yeah! Any anything yeah. to do with beer, I'm in. We'll drop yes, a couple sir. bro b- uh, bows, and then we'll settle our argument and have a couple bush lattes. And so, and I go. might I might have to say it right now, but this could be a Brewers Sox World Series. I yeah, I'm seeing it. Like. I can feel it. Yeah, we're and hoping. So, and so we gotta ask too. We saw your video on the Seltzers reviews. Uh, what are you recommending? Are you thinking no clause laws? Or are you thinking the uh, Trulies? <laughs> are you thinking what? What are we going with here? The, the Bud Light Seltzers? If you had to pick, yeah. you know, for the ladies well, I, out there. I used to White Claw like it was going out of style. Sure. I don't do the Seltzers anymore because I realized I love Banquets and Coors Light. But if I had to pick out of all of them, the Coors Light Seltzers win hands down, and it's it's from uh, Rocky Mountain Water, so there's that too. You can't beat that. That sounds a little more yeah. refreshing to me. So. Well, and and I yeah. like what you pointed out. They're saving the earth. They're giving yeah, back dude. to the animals and the restoring. and you know restoring. Yeah, it just feels yep. right. You know, what is it? We're, no, we're strict. Is it the no claws. no laws when you're drinking claws? Is that what I it mean? Is? That's what they used to say. I think now <laughs> yeah, that, that Trevor Wallace. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. I think now we've line. I think now we've realized that there are in fact laws when, with yeah. white claws still. <laughs> yeah, very so. true. That was Have a scientific guys, um, discovery, actually. The uh, University of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, figured that out, that there are, in fact, uh, laws with white claws. So. <laughs> wow, you could have fooled me. You could have yeah. fooled me. There was a lot of people on this. So. Yeah, a lot of doctors and scientists and lawyers and everything was involved. It was it was big. Oh, I totally believe it. They probably did all that and then cracked a white claw to celebrate. They did. Oh, yeah. Yep. Which, yeah. which one do you think they went with, the mango, or you think they go I with? think it's black cherry because, I mean, it's the one that – I mean, it just seems they're the, cranking. The, they're cracking a it's the most popular. Okay, a BC. Well, it, it depends because if they're doctors that wear tube socks, you know, like they put that quarter tank on when mm-hmm. they take their outfit off, then they're picking the grapefruit. I that's think. true. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's you know, for sure. Most, I didn't the, even the consider that. Of the flavors. We didn't put that into the equation at first, but I I have to agree with you now. I think the grapefruit's the way they went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're barely you know, like, like, dude. You could you could go in public, and if you told someone, "Man, you look like you drink the grapefruit white claw," they would be so offended. Absolutely, everybody hates that flavor. That's gonna ruin somebody's day. They're that, gonna be like, oh, yeah. "I think I'm just gonna go home and be done for now." Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of, cue, cue that song, "Hello Darkness, My." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Those khakis and that that dad uh, polos coming off, and you're switching to Metallica tee and uh, friggin' jeans. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> right away. Yeah, he quits his job, joins a joins a band. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling in this one. And so we were gonna ask too. Um, I I know you come over the border once in a while, and uh, what what are some of your favorite things in Wisconsin? And do you have any memories you wanted to share with us over here? Oh, dude, I I think about Wisconsin a lot, but I had a huge Door County kick a couple years ago. I actually um. We uh, we went there a few times summer of 
2019, and then in September, I actually camped up there for six days and worked with Hawkers Concrete. So okay. I called them. Was uh, living in Antioch. Called them, and uh, they wanted to see how I would do. So I drove up there and worked with them at Ellison Bay, Sister Bay, all the bays. Yeah, beautiful yeah, area. So Door County for sure, and then uh, any of the supper clubs in Wisconsin. Those are always good memories. Yeah, I saw that you uh, you had posted. I think recently that you were at uh, Ishnala, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We waited three and a half hours for a uh, half a piece of chicken breast. Right. It was a good chicken. That's like the and supper they, club. I mean, they kind of shuffle yeah. you in and out of there. So it's not always the the, the best experience. Uh, great food. Uh, obviously, yeah. best view. Uh, it wins hands down as far as that goes. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it doesn't have uh, some of the more true supper club vibes of just kind of sitting yeah. back and chilling and relax. Yeah, um, that's what we were saying because I wanted the relish tray and um, I just wanted right. to load up crackers, but they definitely the portions there are for petite people. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Absolutely. But it was a, yeah, it was beautiful. Nothing, nothing to say but good things about them. And then I was going to ask too. I know I saw some of the videos on uh, doing like a really nice fade. Um, do you think we could get the? Uh, you, you think you could show me a fade mullet one of these times? Whoa, a faded mullet. <laughs> Yeah, actually, my my buddy Chase who was here. I cut his hair a couple weeks ago, and he's starting to grow a rat tail. So maybe oh, we'll make a video. Dude, a rat tail. Fans. He has a Kentucky waterfall. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> had a rat tail one that's time. That's what you call it. <laughs> what else? A squirrel pelt? What are some of the other ones we yeah. call it here? Mississippi mud flap. Yeah. Oh, oh right shit. on. Look at that. What's yeah. it called? A schlong? Schlong. Short and Shor- long. It's a schlong. Short, short and, and long. long. The shorty, the shorty long bag. Wow. So... I'm all wow. for I'm all for the mullet right now. It's it's making a comeback, and uh, one of these days I'm gonna rock another mullet. Hey, for some people, Dude. it never went away. Right, right. But they're they're the true champions. Yeah, exactly. They're the ones, they're the ones looking around all these whippersnappers going, "I had it." First. <laughs> yeah, I never quit. But Billy Ray Cyrus for life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, you should totally cut a mullet though. That'd be sick. You guys could do a live podcast with your mullets. Oh yeah. man, it was so great. Really good popping. Especially with those new uh, glasses. What are they? Pit vipers that are coming out. I want pit vipers <laughs> and a sick yeah. mullet. Can we? And my buddy that's here just picked up a pair of those for his vacation he took not too long ago. Oh. Can we just They're say like... that sunglasses are getting to the point where you might as well just wear a fucking helmet? Yeah, dude. <laughs> They're taking <laughs> up your whole fucking like face, dude. Remember yeah, when all... sunglasses were cool when you looked like Jordy LaForge, like? They barely covered your eyeballs, and now it's like they're covering your whole face. Yeah, dude. Any 90s movie, you're looking like, uh, what's his name from The Matrix? Neo? Oh, yeah, exactly. Do they have those tiny little glasses? Well, and when Men in Black came out, it was like straight-up Ray-Ban style. It was, you know, decent. But now, you know, nothing against Pit Vipers, but, man, that's a lot of sunglasses. That's going to give you a real awkward suntan. Totally agree. Totally agree. Some guys would say it's worth it. Yeah, that's but true. Not for me. Not I could see me. I could see it on the match. The old oh, macho, macho man. man, he he always was wearing pit vipers basically. Oh yeah. Well, he had those viper arms too, man. Oh god, yeah. Man. He's rocking snakes for sure. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> he was wrestling more than uh more than uh guys. He was wrestling a, a real drug addiction too, so. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, a little steroid use and cocktail <laughs> for disaster actually going into that so we always have this question and we'll pose it to you do you think you could survive a coke binge with either Mach or hulk no i always no. wonder if i could do it i don't think i could do it that's not for the faint I, of heart i couldn't i couldn't even watch them do that you know, <laughs> like, literally too wild i would literally die as soon mm-hmm. as i saw them do shit like that yeah dude yeah i have no coke for me yeah no and especially not 
at that level, you know, you know. What did you say it was Olympic level? Olympic level <laughs> Coke binge use. Like, nice. it's just yeah, fuck. That's a perfect one right there. They won Never gold. Coke. Yeah, they were the tag team champions of life at Coke. Yeah, dude. I was always a Stone Cold guy, though. When he came out and crushed those oh, beers, hell yeah. me being eight years old, I was just hyped. Austin hyped. 316 just smashing beers. Oh, yeah, man. dude. Yep. Yeah. I, I have many memories of me eating Whoppers watching that dude just give people Whoppers. Hell yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Gotta love it. But, oh, man, this was so cool to sit down with you today. And uh, we'd love to get together and uh, obviously do some, um, you know, videos. I mean, we got some pretty funny yeah. ones in the works. And, uh, yeah, we, we'd love it. We love everything you guys put out and uh, keep doing what cool. you're doing. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, we will definitely be uh, uh, doing a lot more collaborations uh, you know, we want to see the 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 Harvard Howler uh, just really, really diving into that that across the border nation here. Yeah, that's what I was telling you guys. I need a couple of uh, spiritual guides from Wisconsin to show me the ropes. Yeah, you know, I mean, what you're only like you're only five or ten miles, and uh, I mean, you, really. you can come to the dark side anytime you want to and uh, cross the yeah, Cheddar dude. Curtain. Oh, the yeah. old Cheddar Curtain. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'll bring my Chicago twang, you guys, and we'll make something happen perfect yeah absolutely i love it yeah and before we let you go uh we were wanting to know if you wanted to answer a few questions to see how scotty you are to uh find out how you're doing here oh sheesh let's do it i don't know yeah i don't know how i'll do it but let's see this will be almost like an entrance exam uh okay <laughs> uh, okay well yeah this is this is I your test tell. to become a, a natural wisconsin citizen here oh man i'm shaking in my red wings right now oh Ooh, yeah there's one point I like it. And then, uh, have you ever eaten a squeaky cheese curd? I did in Door County, yes, but they were breaded, but they were still squeaky. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's my favorite, actually. Oh yeah, when When they can deep fry it and still have the squeak. Yeah, man, that's bonus points. What do they do? They drop them in when they're ice cold or something? They must, because like the innards are squeaky. Really, I think again that was something that happened at uh, University of Wisconsin Madison. Scientists, lawyers, and everybody was involved. Uh, (laughs) How do we keep the squeak? You know, right? Yeah, that's that seems like a a big problem of ours. How do we keep (laughs) the squeak? Yeah. So yes, I have. I have tried them. So the next, the next one we got. uh, Have you ever been to Summerfest? And uh, do you have a band you love seeing there? You know what? It's sad to say, but I've never actually been to any fests or been to any concerts. I'm going to go I, ahead and say right now that you get points for not having gone to Summerfest because Summerfest sucks. It's, it's why pretty, does it suck? I it's it's mostly and I'll and I'll be I'll be candid here. It's mostly fibs. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. They they you know they absolutely take over for that like two week stretch. Uh, I mean, nobody nobody cares where they're going, and it's not just you know Illinois. It's the Wisconsin individuals that come there too. Uh, they don't say you know please, thank you, excuse me. Uh, yeah. There's just no politeness, and and uh, all social construct is out the fucking door as soon as Dude, they're, they're here. hyped up. That was they a, are. that was a quick turnaround, Eric. I wasn't expecting that. Man. Yeah, but yeah, you got points, I guess, from Eric. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, nice. <laughs> we're giving you that one. Uh, Good. So the next one we have: Good. Have you ever tailgated at a Packers game? No, I, we want to go to a Packers game, but with all this hoopla with the country, um, we haven't made it. Yeah, never went. Never been. Yeah, you want to know the cool thing about Packers fans is like we're super no. inviting. Even if you're wearing a Bears jersey, you're still gonna suck down a pole of sausage with the Wisconsin. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, very true. My buddy says that too. Packers fans are the most polite people. I yeah. mean, you know, we'll apologize, you know, to 
you know, to you for, for beating your team. And we'll be like, next time, maybe we'll make it a little more even. And Aaron yeah. Rodgers won't throw seven touchdowns. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, I know. It, <laughs> one of the worst stadiums I've been to was in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly shove. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, if you're wearing a Packers jersey there, expect to get your ass kicked. Link, or Lincoln Financial Field or whatever, you'll get you'll you'll die. Yeah, you Do might this. you might not make it out of there alive. As a Wisconsinite. Like silver... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was saying, kind of like the Silver Linings Playbook scene, or isn't that the Eagles Stadium where they it is. Bradley Cooper hands out whoop ass to everyone? Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. What a good movie yeah. drop, too. That was good. And then, yeah, Sam thinking, man. And then you're just sitting there getting pelted with items, and you're like, "Oh, hey there, bud! Stop throwing the batteries at me or whatever they're tossing right. at you." You know, no, <laughs> you, you would you would apologize and be like, "I deserve that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. that's cool. I'm yeah, just going to enjoy this beer. For them hitting you. <laughs> so we got to ask this too, and you know, it is a Wisconsin thing, but Illinois has them as well. But have you ever hit a deer? Hit a, hit a deer? Yeah, with your car. No, uh, this past summer, though, there was one morning where um, a deer ran right in front of my truck, and I almost hit him, but no. I would probably break down if I hit a deer. That would totally suck. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I love animals, so it always stinks. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I've hit two at this point in my life. Yeah, but... and and honestly, there's so many of them out there that, uh, and especially when you're driving at night, it's sometimes just impossible to avoid. Yeah, there's there's a Louis C.K. bit, the comedian. He talks about deer because everyone thinks they're so fucking majestic, mm-hmm. but they're actually really nasty animals, and they wreck your yard. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very funny. It's probably not podcast friendly, but you guys <laughs> sure. might dig it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely. Yeah. And so we're gonna yeah. ask the next qu- next question. I got. I know we saw the video where you crossed the border. Uh, do you have a favorite like sausage or a, a brat that you recommend us checking out? You know what? We get into these debates with whether you should boil them or cook them, then put them in a beer bath. I uh, I cooked them first, but we just picked like the mild standard brat. But uh, Coors Light, fennel or caraway seeds, some brown sugar, you get yourself a nice beer brat. Yeah, but I, I haven't boiled them yet. So. Awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. like the local. I, I think you were at, were you at Country Meats, which is like an amazing place. I mean, they have like all local beef and like. Yeah, dude grass-fed awesome stuff yeah yeah we got a small scoop of ice cream and we shared it and then we shared a sixer of moon man absolutely amazing talk about romance when you share a sixer of moon man with your better half and i agree i agree with you on your take that moon man is the more superior new glarus beer than spotted cow oh that's by far Hands down. I don't know why people... Spotted Cow's good, but what is with all the hoopla with Spotted Cow? I know. Right there in the closet. It's right there. Treat you right. You just got to buy it. Sheesh. Exactly. And then uh, I was going to ask you, too, so I got two more questions for you. Um, Obviously, we we already touched on the Supper Club uh, debate, uh, but do you have a favorite that you recommend? Obviously, Ishnal is kind of like the Supper Club, but is there another one you recommend checking out? Spotted Cow, you know? Yeah. There's a... It's the... The, it's in Harvard, the Heritage. It's not a Wisconsin supper club, but it is my favorite supper club. It's literally like a mile from here because you go in and it's like you're walking into a 60s supper club, dude. With like, I think you guys have mentioned it. All the decor, they yeah, got a guy yeah. playing piano, and uh, the relish tray will just literally knock your socks off. Awesome. That's why I see tube socks. But. And I appreciate you not trying to cater to the idea that this is Wisconsin based stuff. You said I'm going to throw you one that's uh, you know this side of the border. I like it, and it's going to be My you know, bad. and it beats it. I yeah. like it. I like I told if you. I had to, if I had to pick a supper club in Wisconsin, it's Eastern Lock because sitting by that river with uh, spotted cows, which yeah, that's all they had, so I bought them. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful place, and the food was good. 
like, so. like I said before, Harvard is like the most Wisconsin city in Illinois. I can't wait to actually try the, the, that supper club. That would yeah, be awesome. You guys will like it. It's it's next to a hotel, so you got to love that. But it's a beautiful place. You get to escape for a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. So I would rather it be in Wisconsin, but hey, that's neither here nor there. And so we got one more before we let you go. Um, have you ever been on a brewery tour? And do you have one to recommend checking out? And it doesn't have to be in Wisconsin. It can even be in Illinois if you, if you know a really cool brewery for our fans to check out. You know what? We don't do too many breweries. Um, I, the the one that I think is absolutely wonderful is uh, the Door County Brewery. But oh, that's because yeah. I was going there a lot. But that place is sick, and it's right by the water. Beautiful. And they've got that Beautiful Pallet Jack IPA, which is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, we, we, we... There you go, dude. Vacation Land, too. Oh, Vacation oh, Land is another really good land. one. I love that one. Yeah. I think there's one they just released, This Is Not a Sandwich, or This Isn't Your Sandwich IPA, yeah. or something like that. For, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be my place. Awesome. Harvard Howler, thank you so much for all the time today. This was awesome, and uh, hopefully we can work with you in the future. And uh, yeah. we hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Have a couple brewskis, a yeah. couple two-tree. And, uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch, and uh, and we'll, we'll work more on this, and uh, everybody will be seeing a lot more of this. Yeah, I, I hope so, guys. I really appreciate the phone call. I love the podcast. I think you guys really – it's a real cool niche, cracking them and talking about some interesting things. I think it's wonderful. That's why I had to reach out. So I really appreciate your time. This was fun. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank so, you so much, much. and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. All right, fellas. You too. Talk to you soon. Talk All to you right, soon. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Later. All right, that concludes this episode of Wisconsin Drunken History Podcast. If you enjoyed this vulgar display of Wisconsin, please like and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you prefer. And remember to hit the bell on YouTube to be notified when we release new content. Also, if you have any suggestions or ideas for future episodes, please send us an email at widrunkenhistory at gmail.com or head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, watch out for deer on your way home.